following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning, and I want you to know if next Father's Day doesn't go quite the way this one did, you have to remind her that you didn't need that because of what she did today. First of all, no, I don't. Because if next Father's Day goes like every other Father's Day typically goes with every other guy, I ain't going to say shit, AG, because I know better than to bring up old shit. <laughs> Only females are allowed to do that, not me. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to bottle it up way deep down inside until it turns into a physical ailment. And I'm going to crown the inside like a winner because that's what men do. <laughs> that's the gender role that I take on. <laughs> oh my God. And he'll stay married the rest of his life. No matter how short that life may yeah, be. No. <laughs> the show that gives you everything and nothing at all. That's everywhere you don't want to be. It's Ruben, Mo B, and on the ones and twos, AG. The Five Minute Warning. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of five minute warning once again it is your boy bringing you all the craziness in this world my name is ruben and of course i have my two partners in legal crime with me ag on the ones and twos what's happening y'all how you doing and moby with the purple decoration behind him and moby has found another way to beat covid is by drinking a 100 proof liquor works every time baby (laughs) by the way happy Father's day bro thank you thank you i was about to say that happy father's day to all the fathers out there all the people who are stepdaddies and all those who are fathers of some child's life because when it's all said and done hey if you're a father figure and you helping some children you this is your day too this is your day too and dre from va says the same thing happy father's day to all and to all those who are father figures so starting this father's day off right and psa psa if you are a single mother oh no i knew it i knew it was coming <laughs> for, for, the, for the next three hours please keep whatever inanimate object is in your mouth and shut the fuck up do not say <laughs> happy father's day to all the single mothers you you get other days right now keep sucking on whatever it is you're sucking on wow for the next three hours and everything will be all right just can we just ha- I just want to have one. No, That's it. I just want to have one. Because because uh because my wife uh let me know a friend of ours in high school did the very same thing and I laughed. Ah. I, I laughed. I laughed so hard because I thought I thought actually what I thought he was gonna say was all y'all women out there, single moms out there, shut all the fucks up. That's what I thought <laughs> you was gonna say. <laughs> well, I don't know if they've actually been out here because I ain't been on social media or nothing on purpose. Cause I just can't see it. I lose my goddamn mind if I see a single mom put that shit up there. Oh, hilarious. You know what's happening hilarious. all across the country, man. I know, and that's why I ain't looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here, I'm gonna keep hydrating. And <laughs> <You're> hydrating. <laughs> yep. 
as he sucks the moisture out of his brain. He's hydrating. Ah. <laughs> uh. And Dre from VA is giving himself a happy belated birthday because somehow I guess he forgot it. And so he's thanking himself. He's thanking well. himself and wishing himself a happy birthday. I mean, hey, yeah, you you do what you got to do, bro. I mean, because if you don't do it, who else going to do it for you? Hey, love, right. love, love you. That's right. Self-love. And also, hey, man, I got some funniness today, boy. So I saw my parents today, you know, wish my father a day. Happy Father's Day, you know awesome stuff um got here on time all that beautiful stuff so of course like i told you before my mom listens to the show she either watches it live or she watches it later on which is cool i got no issue with that and she she gave she gave me some 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 pointed information today and i was just like okay she was like y'all don't know how to cuss i was like what she was like Y'all don't know how to cuss. Y'all just, yeah, yeah, y'all don't be making no sense. And I just like, mom, what? You don't know how to. Cuss. I didn't realize they had just booked the cursing. Now I remember back in the day how, like, you know, parents would. I, I would give credit to parents because you know when they curse, they made like some awesome connections. Like, you know, like you know how we say shit all the fucks up. They they've run like four curse words into like one word, and that shit made sense. <laughs> and I mean, and I'll just be like, I, I'm getting cussed at, cussed out, but I'm just like, I'm almost in awe by the the awesomeness of how you put all these four curse words that separately have absolutely nothing to do with each other except to make you terrible, and put it all together. And, and I didn't know what it feel like really bad. I want to feel very impressed because my parents were awesome at making connected curse words. So I, I, I didn't know. But shout out to the folks, man. And yeah, she told us that. She told me that, man. I just looked at it. I was like, I mean, did she give you some advice on how we can curse better? No. <laughs> and actually, if I was Moby, I'd be a little offended. I'm not. I'm not. Because he's the she, best at it. No, nah, she, she, she an OG. Look, I'm. Tell your mom I'm working on it. I'm trying to get better each and every day. <laughs> well, here's, here's the crazy part, right? I'm about to drop some knowledge on you. Bro, my mom don't really curse that much. And I, I was just kind of like, all. I mean, you know, I've seen her drop some words, you know, not a lot, not a lot. Okay, I, I agree. Okay, I can see that. I feel, I feel confident in saying I've said more curse words on this show that I've heard her say in her life as long as I've been living. That makes sense to me. But my dad, nah, man. My dad's a, a, fish, a curse word aficionado. <laughs> look, hey, like, man, look, we were sitting, at, my dad and I were sitting at church and we was reminiscing. <laughs> and you know, I've noticed that your parents forget all the, all the things that they taught you if it's bad. Bro. <laughs> I looked at Lord, I said, look, you might be tripping at my mouth sometimes, but this the dude who taught me to curse for real. <laughs> he was like, eh. "I was like, don't even try, <laughs> don't even try." <laughs> I mean, look, man, I I, I have no issues of, of putting it out there, man. I put it out there before, you know. I earned some ass whoopings, like, and when you earn an ass whooping, like, I'm not gonna sit here and say, "Nah, I ain't deserve nothing like that." No, I earned that shit. I did some dumb shit to earn an ass whooping because you know sometimes you you just sometimes you just get beat because wrong place wrong time that is unfortunately happened you know 
but yeah, to earn it, like when you walk through the house and you got like um, fireworks inside your shirt, no full well they're not supposed to be in the house. Why I brought them in the house, I'll never understand. I was like 11. That okay. young, that young yeah. undeveloped mind. Yeah, and as you walk <laughs> through the house, you think you home free, and then one falls out. And then both the parents look at you, you already know you done earned that ass whooping. And I earned that ass whooping strong. And it's I, just, you know. I'm proud to say that I, I'm pretty sure I talked my way out of more ass whooping than <laughs> ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I negotiated myself out of a lot of ass whoopers in my day. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you just can't win. So, nah. Sometimes you just got to take that L. But, <laughs> but, but, but I did talk myself out of a, or talk, talk my way out of a lot of them. That does not surprise me in the least. Nah, that's not how it works in my household. But And I would say I didn't have the gift of talking until like earlier in life. That's why you got so many ass whoopings. Exactly. Right. I got some <laughs> but no, I did a whole bunch of dumb shit too. So like, don't get it twisted. Well, so did like, he, but he just, you know. I got nah. some, I, I did get some loyalty ass whoopings. Like, I, my, <laughs> no, I'm just saying I got some loyalty ass whoopings because like, you know, my cousin, or, or not just a cousin, particular cousins. Like sometimes I got ass whoopings just for being with them. And I'm like, see, this is why you needed to let me do the talking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes I mean, or like I, I can't remember how many asthmas I've gotten from the dreaded, you know, you see your brother or whatever, or maybe your your cousin getting the ass whooping and then you walk, you put, you peek in there and you laugh. You That chuckle gets heard. Oh, you, you find that, something man, funny? That's the you find something funny? Ever. Oh, you come get some of this t- yeah, you, you did earn that because I knew, you at know how to, I knew at an early age how to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I mean, sometimes you know, that's 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 the that's the drive-by ass over right there. Like, but you, you didn't know where near. No, nah, man. See, you didn't have to be on the porch for that. Don't even worry I about mean, it. Clearly, so yeah, man. But nah, I mean, it's. When she said that, man, that's hilarious. I, by I just, the way, I just, I just laughed, man. I smiled. Yo, mama, want- let, me, let me let me back it up and just let the people know what happened. Yo, mama critiquing us on how to curse. I that's right? funny. Tell her I try to do better, man. <laughs> I mean, I just thought like, just like I told my daughters today, like you don't get good at anything unless you do it. So I'm, I'm gonna keep trying. I'm gonna <laughs> keep, keep working trying. on it. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I'm trying to be a little bit better than I was yesterday. <laughs> I mean, like, I can honestly say, like, there are two people as far as cursing that I look up to. My father is one of them, and my big mom, my grandma. Bro, you talking about, hey, man, when you hear the term at church on Sunday morning and cursing on Sunday evening, yo, straight up, that's not even a problem. I hear that. Well, actually, that's that's a good question. We say, I'm gonna say this, then we gotta move on. But yeah, all right. Ruben already gave me, gave us his. My my <laughs> cursing, my profanity hero is definitely my dad. Because I mean, he was the first one I heard it from, and he could string them together. And he wasn't even mad when he got mad. Oh man. Oh my. One time he came home because they used to have like a poker night. Me and his friends. He came home, and. I was still up and I was like why are you home so early he caught a dude cheating one time the curse words that dude and they playing for money 
Oh yeah, that's why I don't play poker because I got some, well, some people don't. But I'm saying they was playing for money. <laughs> and man, he came home and he. I don't even know if he said like. Uh, did he say anything that wasn't profane? I don't think he did. <laughs> no. he, he I think all the words English in the sense. Say what now? He didn't use a regular English word. I don't think he did, man. <laughs> I don't think he did for real. I was Mother, like, wow. Mother FB. Oh, man. All Ooh. of them, dude. All of them. He was heated. And it all it all made sense. Yeah, absolutely. I know exactly man, what crazy. happened. That, that's that's when you know it's just awesome. So who's yours, Moby? I didn't have a singular figure, man. I, I did. A man. singular. No, I did, man. I, I would say, like, it was a... It takes a village, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> it takes a village. <laughs> 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 Hold on, you trying to say mom used to curse back in the day? I mean, nah, when my mom cursed, yeah, like... Yeah, mom don't really curse. Nah, she, she'll throw a jab in there every once in a while. I have before. heard that. Yeah, but she she not the one. She say all them old-timey almost cuss words. She calls you heathen and stuff. Yeah, you know, she say them, the hussies. <laughs> you know, she, 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 she say the old-timey words that we know were cuss words. But, I mean, they sound really timid now. But, I mean, I think when I was little, when I was in Savannah, like, my Aunt Piggy and my Uncle Blue, man. My Uncle Blue was, um... He was a successful alcoholic. That's what I'll say. He was a successful alcoholic. And Wait a minute. <laughs> a successful alcoholic. Yeah. Every night he achieved drunk, man. He was successful. <laughs> every night. He, he Every night. Nothing, get up and go do what he's supposed to do. Like get up and go to work the next day. But he was successful. But I mean, there was a story where, I, you know, some my cousin described what happened. Apparently, my Uncle Blue had one too many and decided that he was going to burn the damn house down. And he set the kitchen on fire and he was in the middle of the road screaming a whole bunch of profanities that in, in every sentence ended with, let that motherfucker burn. Fuck everybody. <laughs> That's how every sentence ended. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why this is TVMA boy <laughs> <laughs> I mean I remember when I was little and like he didn't say much to me but like you might I might hear my nickname which at the time was two I might hear my nickname and then like six or seven curse words and then like two or three regular words and I had to figure out what he was referring to because <laughs> when you like six or seven you know after mf that bitch get that motherfucker like you got to kind of pick up the pieces like all right so what you asked me to do is grab the keys right like you could have just asked for the damn keys like <laughs> oh you're saying you learn context clues at an early age yes <laughs> yes <laughs> awesome that's awesome crazy world uh, man crazy world mo, mo, well, hold on mocha cowboy miss Miss Brown is upset. She's disappointed in the cursing. No, she's not disappointed in the actual cursing. She's disappointed in the frame in which we use the curse words. Like, I don't think she really cares about us cursing. It's just she wants us to use it better. I mean, which I thought was weird. And honestly, we don't really cuss that much. No, I mean, I don't really cuss that much. You are the sailor. Yeah, you, I will say Whoa. that I will say that Mo curses enough to when I'm going through it. It's funny when he tries to edit himself. I'm like, in dude, all, for real. In, in, all, in all fairness, Ruben, I have gone several episodes without dropping a single profane word. That's very true. <laughs> but then in the same sense, you went mf and motherfucker. Hey, man, I was quoting someone. <laughs> really? <laughs> you really going to take the bait? You really going to take that bait? You haven't learned yet. 
man, whatever, man. It's called lies. Okay. So, ah. ah, awesome. So, Crazy World. So, on this episode of Crazy World, we're going to go back to a Crazy World episode. Well, not an article that we talked about months ago. So, for those of you, such as Mobile Cowboy and, and Dre from VA, you might remember this article that we talked about when the dude was having sex in his car with his girl and he gave her an STD. He gave her uh, HPV. HPV. Yep. And so she sued Geico because, yeah, it's Geico's fault for some reason. Well, through arbitration, arbitration has ordered Geico to pay her $5.2 million. Now, from what I understand, the two people are still together. <laughs> Whoa, so, what? <laughs> because in this, the plaintiff and the, they, as they talk about it in the article, they keep saying boyfriend or girlfriend, not woman and man or acquaintance or whatever. That's the terminology. Now, they might be just saying that to bless you or mine, but they don't state that they are separate. Because every time he talks, they talk about her, they say the girlfriend. And when they talk about him, they say the boyfriend. And I'm thinking to myself, first of all, this sounds like a scam all day. <laughs> but they went through uh, quite a few things. And Geico has to go to the state Supreme Court to seek a reprieve. Right now, they don't have to pay it. They're appealing it. And every time they get an appeal, you know, they lose. <laughs> So, um, yeah, they based the woman is accusing the man of being acting negligent. Say it, ad. What negligent? Negligent, yes. And it argued that Geico policy, which insured the car, should cover her quote injuries and losses, unquote, from the disease. First of all, bro, that's covered when something happens to the vehicle. The vehicle did not catch HPV and give it to her. <laughs> that's. Now if now if it did, I can't be mad at this argument. But I don't think that's the case. So Geico denied the coverage of the claim, rejected the settlement offer from the woman, and then the woman and her boyfriend, that's exactly what it says, agrees to arbitrate her claims. The official overseeing process between determining a man negligently infected his girlfriend and awarded her five point two million dollars of damages. Hold on, man. She's jacking up your insurance company who's about to drop your ass. Let's just be real. And I guess he's like, well, I can just get another insurance company. $5.2 million? Bro, you know what's going to happen to you. It doesn't matter. I guess they can say, well, they can afford to get new insurance. But nah, bro. I mean, that's not even the move. But Geico apparently did not enter a defense. They were just like, this is stupid. We're not even entertaining this shit, basically. And, well, the arbitrator said $5.2 million. Now they're entertaining this shit. Well, so, that, and I didn't realize that. And that's on Geico. Because if I was a judge, I'd be like, you mean you didn't prepare? You didn't take this seriously? I'm going to award them $5.2 million just Well, they didn't take it seriously because it didn't make any damn dude, sense. Dude, you're not The car me. did not give her HPV. Ruben, and I... And it re- wasn't moving. I realize that I'm just saying if I was a judge because the law is the law you need to take it serious every time if I was a judge I just threw this bitch out of court true enough but that's only because you came prepared 
All I'm saying is don't defend yourself and don't not defend yourself. It's, I mean, that's it's, very true. I'm just saying. So, but anyway, it's still stupid. I mean, it's Moby. just stupid. Moby, what you got, man? Two things. So when you couldn't pronounce negligent, you went to AG. But if it had been a cuss word, you saying you would have came to me? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was hilarious. <laughs> if for some reason I couldn't say motherfucker, I'd have been mother Mo B. You'd be like motherfucker, and I'd be like, all right, we're good then. Don't know how I feel about that. You'll be like, hey man, we, we we all have our strengths. And second of all, um, this is the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> and and yo, if they still together, this is the greatest hustle move of all time. Of all time. This is better than that lady that sued McDonald's for hot ass coffee. Like this 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 is Not amazing. Wrong. Not wrong. You know, but the funny part about this is I I mean I guess they're together regard which is crazy, right? They're together. And I'm thinking to myself, they better be together. This man might be the reason she gets 5.2 million. Yeah, she's about to dump his ass once she get it too. You sure about that? Why would she keep him? Yeah, I'm with Ruben on that. Why would she? Keep him? <laughs> okay, here's my thing. If she was gonna get rid of him, that would have already happened. I don't think it matters if she got rid of him or not. It, 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 you're right. But what I'm saying is, if she was just gonna drop him, that shit would have already happened. Apparently that HPV penis is hitting on something <laughs> spectacular because she's like, hey, look, I'm gonna sue Geico, but we still gonna be together like a mug. <laughs> I mean, I, just, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, you ain't wrong. Five point two million for HPV, Forget man, bro. You know what's about to happen? Everybody listening, if you got a car, y'all too, if you got a car. You about to get an addendum in your shit. And, you about and, to get it? And and a and a price hike. That's coming. I through. don't know about a price hike, but you're about to get an addendum on your on your insurance. You best believe it. If you don't get it right now, you're gonna get it um when you resign. And yes, Moco Cowboy, the 2014 Hyundai Genesis, I didn't mention that because it's a Hyundai. Who cares? Like, They're pretty good cars, man. I mean, I'm just saying, like, either they not that big or there wasn't no acrobatic shit going on sexually because there ain't that much room in a Genesis like that. Well, like, it depends on which Genesis you're talking about. If you're talking I about get, the sedan, it's, the, it's got plenty of room. But if you're talking yeah, about but, a little sports car, maybe not. But they ain't got no damn no apartment, no house. They just, they just drive it. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to get something it's moved over and just got it in and kept it moving. Man, post what Dre from VA just said. I was about to say, Dre, that is probably one of the best, most clever things you have ever posted up here. Genesis decided to find the beginning. Dre, you like you like one for three hundred right now. You got the worst shooting percentage ever, but we're gonna give you your roses for that one. Hey, but a walk off home run. Hey, a walk off home run's a walk off home run. I'm just saying, that was funny. To find yeah. the beginning, <laughs> the beginning of the five point two million dollar lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, he also said it's like the movie theater fault. That you sat on a seat with a uh, a needle tainted with tainted blood. First of all, that is legit. Why you should sue them for that shit? If she would have got pregnant, would she have tried to sue Geico for child support? Have to. <laughs> Can you get pregnant and get on, get HPV at the, HPV at the same time? Why not? I mean, I don't know. I'm, 
You know, that's a very interesting just point. Because you, know, just because you lit somebody on fire doesn't mean sperm doesn't work. But I mean, yeah, but... Yeah, but you what? Know, how many people get to clap in a kid? Somebody's done it. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that that <laughs> list is a lot longer than you give any credit. I know for, because see, if you if you light somebody up, you probably ain't wearing a condom. Because C- shooting the club up is shooting the club. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot, you shoot, uh, enough people shoot the club up, somebody getting hit. Exactly. <laughs> it's only hey man, it's only one egg in there. I'm just saying. The egg be trying to matrix and get and uh, get a. There ain't a whole a lot of places for that egg to go. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I believe that um, right now there, it's 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 pending. You know, the state will have to rule the, on it. The fact that this has even got this far, I find amazing, is on, only in America, man. We're Don King at, so we can just start yelling only in America. <laughs> Not only wrong. in America. Not wrong. So, um, so yeah, they're pretty much saying that. Um, the person, the woman's alleged damages has no nexus to the ownership, maintenance, or cover and cover use of the Genesis because it ain't her car. And the Geico's lawyers have argued a federal court filing. Her injuries arose from her failure to prevent the, the transmission of STDs by engaging in sex with someone carrying the virus, causing genital warts. Damn, they really did we, just did, did we call this an injury? That's what she's called. Do we call this an injury? She did, apparently. She's called it an injury <laughs> in a vehicle, but the vehicle ain't my fucking moving. And now I hit it. An injury? Bro. Bro. It's... <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What do you, what do we do with this, man? It's... Move on to the next story, man. I mean, that's that's it, man. That's it. No, that's... I, I forgot the other one, so I forgot. We had okay. a production meeting, and you... I'm trying to skip that part, man. Man, okay. nah, man. It's what it is, man. You know, and I can't really talk because I've, I've made my snafus, too. So we're going to move on to the That's we are. That's next we are. thing. What's the next thing? So, the next thing is Rise and Shine, baby. It's you. Rise I did it again. You did Hey, ladies. You. <laughs> I thought he, he said in a production meeting it was a Hey, ladies. No, last week was a Hey, ladies. Yeah, I got it confused last week. Then I, then I doubled down <laughs> on it. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> okay, I got one for you anyway. It's all right. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm talking a, to my I'm man. I'm going to drink till it's okay. <laughs> well, it's okay now. It's so. I know. <laughs> you ain't drinking enough. <laughs> okay. I was talking to my man, Tom, yesterday. Nice guy. We're good friends. And Shout out, Tom. But my thing is, we had a conversation about race, which we talk about race a lot. And I assume he's Caucasian? Yes. So... I'm just I've just become really much more aware that being white puts you in a vacuum even if you not even if you're an ally it puts you in a vacuum because you've never had to do anything else and when you've never had to do anything else you don't really think about all the things that are involved you tend to believe certain things that are true but you might believe those true things a certain way um my mother-in-law, uh, not bad, but there are certain things that she believes because she's never had to live a certain lifestyle. And the more I think about it, the more I'm around, you know, people that I care for that don't look like me and how they're thinking about things, 
for those people, they have the, the flaw is that they've just never had to be black. And I don't know if they've been around enough black people for that to like rub off on them by osmosis either. Now, I don't know if that's a dangerous thing because certainly there's no malice involved. But that is the observation that I made, you know, when we were hanging out yesterday. Um, and it's in a, it's in a really uncomfortable conversation for them to have. So, what are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, I, I've kind of wrestled with that too. It, it, and it's hard to explain to somebody who doesn't perceive themselves as problematic or racist to like point out something that they're saying, doing, or believing that is in fact racist. Because pointing out a singular event in somebody's life does not make you a racist. Like, hey, that was racist. But I, I found that the worst thing that most white people can be called is a racist. Like that that's the one thing that they get hella defensive about. And there never seems to be an opportunity of listening because when you point out a race issue to somebody who, like you said, has never had to experience it from the other side or just has this phobia of being called a racist, the defense mechanism and the defense walls go up so high that like progress really can't be made because the person's defending themselves more than they're listening to what you're trying to, to say. And it, it seems like a wasted conversation sometimes. It's a conversation that, as they say, we have to have. But, yeah, it's not an easy conversation. And it's a hard thing to tell, you know, somebody that, yeah, you know, you might not be a racist, but, you know, certain things that you say, do and believe are, in fact, racist. It, it's kind of like the thing that a lot of guys have had to wrestle with with the, the Me Too movement. Like, a lot of things that back in the day we call, you know, guys being guys. Like, nah, y'all were, you know, basically sexually assaulting people. That wasn't guys being guys, but it's, it's just a different level of understanding that I don't know if we're ever going to reach when it comes to race things. Like, I hate being a pessimist when it comes to race issues, but at the end of the day, I just feel like there's always going to be a large sect of people that don't want to see the other side and there are going to be some people that really want to see it but it's really kind of a, a hard thing to explain if you've never been on the opposite end of the spectrum what do you think Ruben so I think I can sit here and say I really haven't had a ton of discussions about race with a lot of my Caucasian friends. And I think the reason why is exactly what Moby just said. I mean, because sometimes it's not going to end well, you know, and I can't expect for them to understand um, anything I necessarily go through. And I would feel like it's the same thing. I can't necessarily understand anything that they may feel um, if it's, you know, the privilege or whatever. I mean, so it's like I, I do my best to, um, you know, take my friendships 
at face value as best as I can. I mean, however, I think the situation is going to be in order to have a discussion. Not, I, I have had discussion with some of my Caucasian friends, but you got to be in order to have that discussion with that person. You got to y'all have to have been through some things together, like, and it may not be race; it just may be job or like y'all have to have a sense of personal understanding because you know sometimes I think it can ruin a friendship or relationship just as much as it can build or help one so I mean honestly I guess I just don't expect other people to to feel the way I feel about anything that I've gone through I, I just don't I mean that's that's not just white and black that's also light skin and dark skin you know it's it's kind of the whole the whole king caboodle so yeah i mean there's some things i may talk to moby about that i don't talk to other people about there'd be some things i might talk to other people about that i would talk to moby about i mean i just me personally i just try not to bring that stuff up around people who i know can't mentally take that or i think are not ready for that and yeah that's some judgment on my my part and that's fine I mean, I don't. I don't think what you're saying is anything that most people of color haven't wrestled with in some capacity. Like, what anybody who is, you know, ha- has Caucasian friend. I feel like you have that. I guess that song and dance that you have to play. I will say that the older I get, the less I'm willing to dance around shit. And my thing is, if I if I'm gonna say something. And all of a sudden, you're not going to want to be friends with me because I'm telling you about my opinion and my experiences, then I'm all right with losing people now. But I know when I was younger, I, I, I felt that way, too. It's like, look, you know, I want to take this friendship at face value. I don't want to say something that might offend them. But I mean, after a while, I don't care about offending somebody, especially I can understand in the infancy of a relationship, but if I've been friends with somebody for years, man, I, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't care if what my opinion might hurt your damn feelings. And if it does, and you don't want to be friends no more, I'm a fucking adult. I'm cool with not being friends with people no more. That whole, I'm not going to be your friend anymore, that shit should have stopped being a threat in middle school. Like, cool. I mean, I don't, I don't need those type of friends. And, you know, I, I said it, you know, a couple of shows ago, like, I'm, when it comes to white people who are really really trying to be proactive really trying to listen like at the end of the day like we don't need any more allies we need accomplices and the only way you can be an accomplice is if i can tell you about like all aspects of this and how i feel about it It, it's not enough just to be an ally anymore like if you're not really trying to ride with me you're still part of the problem like i'm not trying to single anyone out or make them feel bad about it but if you're if you're really trying to be quote unquote down for the fight you got to be willing to be down with the fight and if you're not then i mean don't talk about it let's let's just not talk about that okay well i would say the funny thing with this situation is the difference between my mother-in-law and tom and the, the chasm is great it's huge because you have one person, my mother-in-law is not trying to hear it. And I get that, age, all that, until 
Tom, which is kind of, the, he's kind of in the same age group she is, completely different outlook, where it startles him because, like I said before, if you're white all your life, there's just certain things you just don't know. And then when it's presented to you in a certain way, it's like, oh, snap, for real? Yeah. I mean, anybody goes through that. Just like Moby said about, you know, men in general finding out we've been like misogynists all our lives and didn't know it. Well, same thing here, but he's no less down. So there, the, that difference there, but, you know, I just thought I'd have to ask about that or say something about it because I thought it was important. Um, and I think what Ruben says has a lot of value because if you do have that conversation with somebody that doesn't look like you about stuff that's about you, that's about them, you find value in the relationship to start with because you think you're fundamentally sound. You don't think the relationship is weak. Or, like Ruben said, you just you just try to avoid it because it's not worth the mess. Or, like Moby says, like I already know where this is going. I'm okay without I'm okay without you being in my life. But it's just like I said, man. You've been when you've been a man, a white man, or a white person all your life. There's just some things you just don't understand, and to hear it is startling. So that's the rise and shine. Yeah. Just thought I'd bring it. I, up. Just, I just I just wish more people were okay with not understanding you know like as a guy when I talk to women about any woman issue before we even go into the conversation I'm okay with the fact that at the end of this conversation I still might not understand your perspective but I'm gonna listen and I'm not gonna tell you that your perspective is stupid or your perspective is wrong because I will never truly have your perspective but when it comes to race issues, a lot of times it just feels like they, they being a lot of white people, just don't want to hear about it because they don't understand it. And because they don't understand it, they, they just omit anything that doesn't make them feel good. And that's why I have such a pessimistic outlook on race relations going forward is because I feel like human nature comes into effect there where people just get defensive. And when people get defensive, nothing gets accomplished. Yep. True that. We talked about all that because really what, like you, like you just said, the human condition is the core of all this. It's the core of everything we do because we're all human beings and we're all flawed. So it's just like, that's always going to be the, the, the real issue. I think uh, the race thing is just color, but the real core issue is that we're all human beings and we're all flawed. But some people are less flawed, much less flawed. And that is the difference between my two people. Love them both, but one I can talk to, and one is like, it's just not worth it. So again, just wanted to bring that up because there's another side to everything. And I thought it was important to say. So that's the Rise and Shine, y'all. All right. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. So this week, says Mo B couldn't make up his damn mind. In the in the production meeting, but you always know he got something, baby. I mean, whatever you want to do, man, it's on I, you. I mean, actually, I told you just tell me which one you want me to do, and I do it. And you didn't want to make a decision, so like, it's not my segment. You, you see how he put that on you? I know. He, <laughs> and, and, I you know why, you, and you know what's funny about it? You can't defend it because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I mean, no, man, I don't control his segment. 
mean, it's it's at the end of the day, this is still your show. Like you the one that starts the show. Ah, so you, don't get sucked in, man. Don't get sucked in. You got, the, ju- man. Look, get you got in. the juice, man. Ah. You the one with the juice. Don't get sucked in. Hey, man. Shut up and do your segment, man. Man, I'm just a co-star, man. I'm just a co-star. <laughs> I'm a I'm a supporting I'm a supporting actor up here, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but um I guess this week I'm gonna do uh Tell Me I'm Wrong. And AG, you will be delighted at this Tell Me I'm Wrong because I already know Ruben is going to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> but no, 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 no. I already no. know Just Ruben because, is going to nah, tell me I'm but wrong. See, I'm, say, I'm asking you, it's the difference between Ruben telling you you're wrong and Ruben having a chance to win. Does he Look, have a chance to win? I mean, I, I, I firmly believe there are going to be some people that are going to be in his camp on this. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm curious now. My interest is peaked. So go ahead. It's something that he, I'm, I'm so, dramatically opposed to. Awesome. Recently, Drake just dropped a new album. Oh, gosh. Okay. And when I, when I, when I went to listen to it, I had no expectations. And and the reason I had no expectations is because I am a casual acknowledger of Drake's talent, not necessarily a Drake fan. And because of that, I can go into an album, listen to it once or twice and be like, yep, this is hot ass garbage and move on. Or I can say, hey, this shit slapped and continue to play it. But I realized that that is because I am not weighed down by my innate fandom towards him. And I was listening, I was watching people put comments about it and some comment that is like being recycled by a whole bunch of people is saying, this album ain't for the niggas on the corner. This album is for the niggas that like pretty women and take them out on dates. And when I heard that, first of all, I said, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that was my first response to it. And then I listened to it because I, I, I actually went into this backwards. Usually I try to listen to something and then look at what other people are saying. Unfortunately, I listened to what other people said and then I listened to it. And when I listened to it, I got it. I totally understood why somebody said that. This album has like, if you want to hear like any hip hop song on this album, go to the last track with 21 Savage and that's it. The rest of it is pretty much just electronic dance music. It's basically just a whole bunch of stuff that can be played at Granby Theater on repeat. It's just dance, techno, melodic singing, as they call it, vibe music. It's basically shit that I don't want to listen to. But uh, here's the tell me I'm wrong. I realized that there was once a... a, a, Listening to people who really ride for Drake defend the album, I realized that I used to be that same person, but I wasn't defending Drake. Drake is this generation's LL Cool J. I knew you were going to have that reaction, Ruben, so let me explain. As a kid, if if you are in the 40 plus era of hip, like you're 40 years old or older, like you know all of LL's portfolio. So you know when he came in with radio, 
I'm bad. Mama said knock you out. You know, when he was just out here just rapping hard on beats. Now, if you came in on the mid portion of his career, LL Cool J was pretty much just an R&B singer that was talking on tracks when he had Hey Love and you know he really there was a transition that happened and i remember hearing some of my friends who were in the shoes of hardcore wu-tang is life hip-hop like telling me how ll was trash and i remember going nah man ll cool j was a really good rapper and he's smart because he realized that the female fan base supports him more so he just started making his music to cater them that's literally the same thing that the Drake fans say if you've been on since day one. When Drake first came out, he was rapping and he was great at it. He was great at it. And then somewhere along the line, he realized, hey, man, I can go in the studio, sing flat on, for like 16 tracks and chicks are going to dig it. And why not? So that's kind of what I feel like he's done. So, yeah. I think Drake is this generation's LL Cool J. If you really, really a fan of Drake, you'll defend it as saying, oh, he's evolving. He's trying to test out new sounds. He's recognizing that he has a fan base that really likes this type of music. If you're somebody who's just like, nah, I just came here for rap and hip hop and Drake out here doing trash ass albums, and trying to sell me on it then no you're not gonna like it and the same thing look i remember when what five four three two one came out and l cool j was rapping with red man method man i remember that was my one all the rapidy rap niggas i hung out with i was like look ll could still rap and i was like so hype about that and then that was the last one i ever got that was the last one i ever got and that's how I felt when I listened to the last track on his album this time. He was with 21 Savage, which, you know, is not the person that I would say is the person you want to be on a track with if you're really trying to show your lyrical prowess. But hey, the track was, I feel like 21 Savage showed up with his own beat and everything. Like, literally, Drake was like, hey, I got a sound for you. And 20 looked at was like, nah, that shit whack. We're going to put this in and we're going to go home but yeah if you really like drake you'll point to that last track and be like look he can still rap but if you're a casual like me you'll be like yeah but the other 13 tracks is hot ass garbage over some electronic dance beats where he's singing flat and like i don't even know what i don't even know what he was going for in this album other than just what they call vibe music which i don't what, what the hell does that even mean like the fact that this was even put in a hip-hop genre like i have started to see it now being referred to as dance and pop and i'm like okay if i'd have known going into it that i was going to be listening to like a broke-ass techno album i would have been like cool i know what i'm going in for but no nobody warned me you know no nobody warned me you know I, I, the first track came on i'm like okay this is interesting the second track came on i'm like okay oh. you, you, really, you really dedicated to this sound and then like eight tracks in i was just like i mean shit did you just do this all in one night <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh 
Ruben, yeah, so, since, I mean, this, since he's pointing to you, you need to go first. I'm man. just saying. So, so, so this is to tell me I'm wrong. Oh. I feel like Drake is this generation's LL Cool J, and you, you, you might be like, hey, LL's way better, or you might think Drake's better. But I just feel like the pattern of their career arc literally is very similar. So, Ruben, I know you. I know you disagree with me. Please tell me why I'm wrong. Okay. So first of all, <laughs> first God of all. knows where, where, where do I start? So I would say that I would say there are some similarities between some of the LL Cool J and Drake stuff, but I would like to correct you on a couple things. Um, at least LL Cool J, for the most part. Now, I have heard him unfortunately try to hum a tune once or twice but you're right he talked on tracks behind slow melodic beats and he was smart enough to get people who could sing to sing background on those beats he now really, you're thinking of oh, me. I'm just oh, I'm oh, about no, career art I'm, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting there so I would say no he is not on that necessarily career arc I would probably say yes he has realized that we have some very um how can i be really nice about this uneducated um listeners who is that, is that fair yes that's fair. uneducated well, hear, hear me out listeners who like his trash ass music and <laughs> and so i would call him more of the Ja Rule era, uh, and then, hold on. And the reason uh, why the reason uh, why I would say that is because I would dare say that Drake and Ja Rule are in two different eras. And yes, Ja Rule actually got his sorry ass mouth out there singing on tracks. LL Cool J, I don't think I can honestly say I've never heard him sing on a track, like literally sing on a track try to sing on a track i've never heard that now as far as making your music for the female listeners yes i will agree upon that however i will not say that their two arcs are together because ja rule actually got his made his mouth to sing on a track with ashante let the person who can sing sing so like i would say that I would correct that and not say LL Cool J. I would bring in Ja Rule. Now, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on that's a second. disrespectful. That is not. That is not disrespectful. That is disrespectful. Nope. Ja what is Rule disrespectful. has two disc- Drake got like, what, 10 albums? Hold like, on, man. It, look, here's what it is. <laughs> it don't matter how many albums Ja Rule it, came it, out it, with. It, it does because that, that, that's, that my argument wasn't that the st- stylistically they were saying my argument was career art they came well, in as yeah. people who were certified could rap that's right he came in with money cash hoes and then he left with your son your mind but that was like two years later like it wasn't there wasn't that much hey, of a gap he just, there he just moved quicker because he's trash see and that's the thing I don't think anybody would say Ja Rule was ever considered 
one of the best rappers. When where Those people New will York say, hoods no, love ja Rule. no. See, you're, if you're gonna talk about a regional play, I'm talking about collectively. Most people in hip hop will consider Drake one of the greatest rappers of the last. Look, whether I agree with it or not, most people consider Drake one of the top ten rappers of the last twenty five years. And, and you know what? They and, also and, and they'll, they'll, Lil Yachty the same. They'll, so I don't no, trust no, they, no, they will not say Little Yachty the same. They'll they'll point to Drake's discography, the length of his career, his his lyrical capability. Like they'll point to all of those things. The same thing that they pointed towards LL early in his career. Now I feel like if Drake keeps doing what he's doing, he's gonna have this exact same career arc as LL, where for the first ten years of LL's career. He was really respected as a rapper. And then fast forward 15 years later, there's a whole generation that never knows LL Cool J ever rapped. And and Lord knows we can only hope somebody does the same for Drake. But I I, I mean, I'm going to disagree. I just don't think, I don't think, and honestly, Murder, Inc. was out for like 12 years, dude. And Ja Rule's been on Murder, Inc. for 12 years. So like... I mean, you can sit here and joke. He's only had like two deaths. I'm just saying. Let's, this, but this let's be real. Discography like, wise, he did he's not got like have ten. That. He's got like he, ten Jaru albums. Rule does man. not have ten albums. Man, I'm telling you, <laughs> he's got like ten albums, man. Okay. I'm not look, but once again, all I'm saying is those are two different generations. The only difference is, I mean, I I, I see how you compare him to Ella Gude due to status and and stuff like that. But I I'm not gonna sit here and agree. That LL that he like he's doing some shit LL Cool J never done, and and that's why I can't stand Drake because he doesn't know his lane. His lane is rapping. He's awesome at that, but he decides he wants to sing. And bro, I might as well sing on those tracks. And he got he got platinum albums that say that he can be in whatever lane he wants, bro. Whether I agree with whether I agree with it or not. I, I mean, look, yeah. I, look, I actually agree. I actually agree with you, but <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just saying, like, I would not say Drake and Ja Rule career arcs are comparable at all. I they say, are. I would no. I would just say, like, that is your hating ass nigga coming out. And For who? For both of them? Yeah. I need, exactly. I need to hold on. Hold on. He's got eight records. That's all I want to say. I mean, that's ten. So how, how many Drake got? About the same amount? Ooh, Drake got a lot. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. AG? That was my turn? Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, yeah, it's your turn, but I don't think Drake's got eight got more than eight hours. I'm gonna find out though. Yeah, my, my, only, my only thing, uh, the only flaw that I see in your argument, I do agree with the uh, I think that their arc converged at some point. But I remember when LL came out and he started with the sugar savory type thing where I he love he, exactly which is the only it, song he actually sung on see no i'm not talking thing. about singing on. i'm just saying having that thing for the ladies and then see, coming out with I radio would say, I, I would say drake sprinkled that in from the beginning too he would sprinkle it in one or two tracks and then it turned into whole albums i understand that but what i'm saying <laughs> is ll started he he set a tone and that tone never ended no matter how he expressed it, that tone was it just never ended. He, you know, he would have he would have something for the ladies, and then he would have something that was hard, and sometimes something in between. But he set that tone from day one. And when he didn't rap anymore, that's what he left us. He never went somewhere else. 
So I'm like, that part I don't necessarily agree with. And then too, it's hard for me to really argue with this anyway, because I'm not, I don't, the little bit that I heard from Drake, because I remember the first time I heard him and I didn't know I was listening to him and it was, uh, we started from the bottom, now we're here. What is that song called? And it was on pop radio through three states and it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> and I didn't know who it was until like three or four years later. People started talking about Drake. And I was like, oh yeah, that dude that did that hot rap on the Sprite commercial. But I had never heard any of his stuff. And then it's like, started from the bottom now. I was like, that was Drake. That was that was torture. Because they played it like three or four times uh, like within a 12-hour period. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So I don't really know Drake enough to say, you know, anything. But I do know as far as what you know, as far as that part of it goes, LL started and he ended in the same place. Where Drake, I guess so, because I don't really know, but that's the only flaw I saw. So I'm really not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's the flaw in the argument as far as I'm Drake concerned. came out on mixtapes. Like Drake got big off of being on mixtapes with Lil Wayne rapping. And now fast forward 12 years later, he just made an electronic dance music album. Well, that's not and, that's not the same art. That's not that's, the same art. That's that's whack as hell. All right, so I, I did the lookup. Drake has seven studio albums. All right, LL Cool J has thirteen studio albums. One of which came on 2008. I don't think it's any good. I've I've heard that it. song he did with Richie Sambora was awesome, bro. Saying, saying Drake has seven studio albums is disingenuous hold, because hold on, hold on, when you I'm add gonna... his mixtapes in, he's got like fifteen well, complete hold on. albums. Well, but <laughs> but we're we're using the one thing that's fair. Ja Rule has seven studio albums as well. Now, with that being said, like you can add in the mixtapes and all you want, but Ja Rule. You know, his real last album came out in 2012, and Drake's first album came out around 20. His first album came out in 2010. So, I mean, to be honest, I would say that he would be more in the Ja Rule category because, you know, Ja Rule came out with the hard stuff and then he went punk ass. And then that's Drake never. Drake is hard on everybody else's stuff, but he's always been a punk ass. Like, There's nobody who's ever considered Ja Rule a top echelon rapper. There are millions of people who will consider Drake a top echelon rapper. There are millions of the people that'll say Drake is on a Lil Wayne, Jay-Z rapper level. Nobody at, well, maybe six other people and our boy Ron ever thought Ja Rule was a solid rapper. I, I agree mean, with all of that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it wasn't good. I've never heard anybody say Ja Rule was great at rapping. In fact, I the mean, first the first disc people usually say is he a he a fake ass Tupac. I mean that's that's true. And then I didn't even understand it until I went back and heard it. I was like, ooh, that's true. I never wow. Okay. But yeah, so that's the first disc. So yeah, I ain't mean, nobody ever thought Ja Rule was a great rapper. And let's be real. I mean, but we if we're going to be 100% with this, you know, once again, I think the fair statement that I'm about to say is Drake is always hard on everybody else's shit and not his own. And I mean, so it's like, I mean, so we're kind of now people, people like Drake 
because he used to hang around Lil Wayne and all that stuff. That's not so, the only reason people like Drake, but sure. I mean, but hey, it, I'm not saying Drake can't rap. The ladies I've never like said him. that. The ladies like Drake because he's, I guess they would call him cute or whatever. And Ja Rule is not. I mean, that's just what it is. Talent too, man. They, 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 I mean, they, they like what he's spitting, man. Well, yeah, because he spits for them, and there's nothing wrong with that because he's getting paid. I mean, and that was my argument. That's what LL started to double down on in his career. You're right, AG. He oh. sprinkled it in at the beginning of his career. By the end of LL, like his last couple albums, it was pretty much all tracks for ladies. It was Who Do You Love? Yep. Hey, Love. It was literally Hey. I only want women bumping my tracks. And Ja Rule did <laughs> Once again, you're trying to put Ja Rule in an argument he has no business being in because he's somebody you equally hate. Like yeah, you j- just because you hate two people don't mean you can cram them into the same argument. Oh, I mean, well. I think I mean, but I think they're about I, I think Drake's popularity is different. Yes, most definitely. But if you're talking about the same type of, you know, trajectories, the only difference between Jake and Ja Rule is Drake's trajectory actually got a little bigger than Ja Rule's. Just a because little? Of, hold on, hold on. Just be, hold on. Just be, just because of the time. Because remember, early night, early 2000s, wasn't really big on, you know, a lot of hip, gritty hip hop and stuff like that. Whereas 2010. I mean, at that point in time, hip hop became popular music. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, I would say hip hop, ooh, hip hop kind of started to disappear around 2008, 2009. No, we've we've had this argument. No, old head niggas say hip hop disappeared yeah. in 2009. Because we got Drake. No, hip <laughs> hip hop has always evolved. It's always evolved. If you listen to some stuff in the 80s and then listen to it in the 90s, late 90s, you wouldn't say that that is the same thing. You would be like, yo, this is crazy. This is way different. And the old 80s hip hop heads would say, oh, like people like Nas was like, hip hop is dead. Like, no, niggas just ain't doing what you doing no more. Look, I was one of them same people. Like, I was one of those same people that's like hip hop dead. I'm like, no, it's just hip hop don't age well. Hip hop is always going to be for 15 year olds to 25 year olds, and the old people always just trying to hold on to whatever felt good to us between the ages of 15 and 25. That's really what hip hop music is. It's a time capsule that you keep, but the hip hop community doesn't give a F about your time capsule. Not wrong. I mean, I would say. I guess my, my I would argue is, that a lot of stuff that you thought was hype in the 80s, I thought was trash because that wasn't in my hip hop era. Like I wasn't I, I liked 80s, some 80s hip hop stuff, but a lot of it I was just like, hey, it's not really my like you swear to me that Beastie Boys were great rappers. And I'm like, I've listened to them. They were not good rappers. Were they entertaining? Yes. Did they make some some songs that I like? Yes. Were they great rappers? F no, they were terrible fucking rappers lyrically. They were I mean, terrible. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I would agree with that. I mean, <laughs> but, but you know, but yeah, they were trendsetting, but, entertaining, and like, I got mad respect for them because they got, they got against, stuff that I like. 
But I would put them against some of this garbage that's out now. Of course, because you just, you just made my argument. It'll win with you. I, well, <laughs> It'll win with you. How about we chalk this up to, to Moby One again? No, I disagree. Okay. We just don't have to talk about it. <laughs> can we not make this a three-hour show? No, we can make this a push. I'm fine with that. Oh, my God. See? There we go. Thank you. Ah, Drake is a failed version of Chance the Rapper. That's funny. And I will probably agree with that. A failed version? But he came out before Chance the Rapper. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, awesome. So, we, I mean, at least we got a tie this time. Uh, we didn't take a full L. I can deal with that. We didn't take a full L. Hate, hate, hate always wins with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it didn't, I mean, half the show wouldn't have it. So, so, all right, we'll go to the question of the day. Ooh, I'm excited for this one. So, question of the day. Um, and those of you who are listening out there, feel free to chime in. Question of the day. Are current gender roles solid, excuse me, valid in today's society? Once again, are today's gender roles valid in today's society? Let's start with AG on this one. No, but it's all fake to me because I will agree. What's what's fake? I'm about to tell you. Okay. I agree that gender roles should be different if that's what's happening. What bothers me about it is if you're presenting one way, then I expect you to be that way going forward. If you present another way, then I expect you to be another way going forward in everything that goes along with that that path. So if you're presenting as a woman, even though you look like a man, but you're presenting as a woman, you identify as a woman, then there are certain things I expect of you. If you are a woman presenting as a man, then there are certain things I expect of you. I don't expect you to go back and forth depending on what your, what the convenience is. Because if I get in a fight with Elliot Page, I'm, I'm fighting a dude. I'm not fighting Ellen Page, who has transitioned. I'm fighting a dude. So I agree that if, you know, that gender roles aren't really valid the way they used to be because we need to be gender gender fluid, meaning there is a destination to this, whatever that destination is. It's just like, just answer the bell when that bell rings for you, the new you. And then that, that's about all I got for that. All right, Moby. What are we defining as gender roles? We can't. That's the. That's the. That's the. I whole mean, thing. like that, that, That's what I'm kind of confused by. Like, there is no such thing anymore. It's but, gender but I, fluid. I will take this moment to make a statement that'll get me called a sexist because I have to take an opportunity to do that in every show. I think it's a requirement. <laughs> it's written in my contract. Um, we get paid. <laughs> Are we get paid, Ruben. I didn't get no. one in the mail. No, he just has a signed contract. <laughs> <It's a> zero. <laughs> So when, That's how you when, keep people on leashes, man. Uh, when, it, when it comes to gender roles, um, as I see it, this is this is this is my opinion. Gender roles are still valid when women say they're valid, and they're invalid when women say they're not valid. But see, the catch it, is men are doing it too. Yes, but when men do it, we have all types of negative names to call them. 
when when women do it, we kind of have to just roll with it. Yeah, now, I, 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 I get, I get, you know, like when it comes to like what gender you identify with. Yeah, men and women are being fluid on that. But I'm talking about when it comes to like gender roles. Like I hear women, you know, screaming independence. You know, independence. I, I, I'm woman. I do all these things, and then it's hey. I can't be with no man that can't pay my bills. It's like, wait a minute. You just assigned bill payment, a gender role, and I thought you was independent. And don't make me step on your feet and take your independence away from you by paying for you to get your hair done. You independent woman, and I wouldn't want to offend you by paying for this shit for you. Like, once again, but they get to decide that. Like, you know what? I, I had a great Father's Day today. And I just wanted to throw that out there before I said some negative shit. Like, so. (laughs) (laughs) That was hilarious. (laughs) No, no. So I just want to know, I got balloons, I got a nice gift, I got fed. I just want to say that, like, but, you know, we don't really have gender roles in my house. And that is actually a rarity. But every once in a while, my wife will pull out the gender roll card. You know when it happens? When it's time to take trash outside. Like, I could be gone for six weeks. When I come back, them trash cans gonna still be in the kitchen full with new bags beside them because she is not about to take that trash out. Now, she's got several reasons why she don't like touching the trash, but hey, that's a convenient gender role that she ain't got no problem slapping on my ass whenever. And I, like I said, <laughs> when it comes to gender roles, I really feel like women are in the driver's seat and we just basically going wherever this Uber of gender role takes us. Like, I mean, I can put a destination in there, but I mean, I might get there. I might not. But yeah, so maybe, maybe that's going to come off as me being sexist, but Look, hell, I could make that a whole segment of tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm fucking wrong because oh, you're right. I, I, I know plenty of women who scream independent, who scream like I heard this one dude say, "Hey, when a woman has a lot of money, she is not a boss bitch, as she calls herself. She's just a woman with money because boss bitches take care of everybody else, and don't no woman with a whole bunch of money want to take care of no man. Period. The end." point blank true (laughs) and actually I'm sorry I I read the question wrong so I'm just gonna kind of leave what I said but then I'm gonna say what he said (laughs) because it's true it's like you know it's a convenient thing men aren't allowed to have that kind of convenience we're just dudes we're just dudes we are allowed I gotta figure out what my gender role is based on what female I'm around at the time. Yeah, that's true too. Because I've heard a lot of women talk about how chivalry is dead. Yeah, and y'all killed it because I don't ever know when I'm supposed to be chivalrous or when that shit's going to be perceived as me trying to dominate you with my misogynist male views. Like, Down with I don't the patriarchy, know. baby. <laughs> Down with the patriarchy. That's right. Until it's a bill due. So gender roles are fluid if the guy is smart. All right. So I would say this, like me personally, I did not grow up in a, 
a gender like there's some things like like i love my parents and that's like one of the cool things like my dad cooked my dad washed clothes my dad cleaned my mom has dumped trash like i've seen them do you know things you know as far as pay the bills you know they have their own system how they do it i don't know how they came up with it it's just whatever but i've seen them do everything around the house include what my ass like you know the other person so it's not one of those things where i would definitely sit here and say like you know the whole thing about you know just like well the dude's got a you know the kids got dumb trash well you know the cool thing about it is my mom had two boys so when we got old enough she probably didn't really have dumpy trash ever in her life while we were living there but you know today she went and dumped some trash because that's her house now she could have asked us to do it but i just watched her do it she ain't saying that whatever so you know i i guess the gender roles i think is interesting because there are certain people that i know that are set like i'm the man i i don't do this i don't do that this is what she does and i'm just like wow that's such a rigid way to live so my thought is you know like when Mo B answered that question on one of them so his his wife doesn't almost said the wrong thing his wife doesn't take out trash so if he's gone for a hot minute does she take out trash the answer is no i'm just like wow I mean, that's I mean, of, I, I'm I'm sure there's a limit. I ain't I ain't reached that limit yet. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't be going that long. <laughs> I ain't reached so, that limit yet. <laughs> yeah, but like, what would happen if, like, for for like, for instance, you know, let's say Moby, you don't wash clothes, you don't wash clothes, and your wife washes the clothes, and then she was gone, and she wash your she was gone for two weeks. And she, you ain't gonna nobody wash your clothes with you. What, what, what would you know? That's what I'm saying. How, how, where's the limit? Oh, I, 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 I know that, but where's the limit on that? Like, so yeah, I just in today's society, I think, I think gender roles play a part. However, I think the more explicit gender roles, such as, you know, men do this, women do this. I don't see a lot of that around anymore, but there's always one. Now there's always many. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe I. <laughs> so, I've, rolled, I've rolled the trash out to the street. <laughs> if it's not. I mean, hey, look, I was in the hospital for like 11 days, so I do have to. I, it did happen, but I'll be honest, I just assumed she had pawned it off on one of the kids. Like, to be honest, like. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I rolled the trash out to the street. <laughs> so somehow that trash got in there, and she rolled that shit to the street. But nah, I I think the at least the people I surround myself with and stuff like that, I would say your basic standard generals is few and far between in my general my general circle. But yeah, I mean, but you know, for the most part, you're gonna hang around like-minded people. For the most part, um, so yeah, I, so I, I will agree with AG. I think that you know there are still some strong ones out there who are dedicated to that gender role of I expect dinner to be on the table when I get there and shit. Like, what if it not? What are you gonna sit there and wait for somebody else to cook? I mean, like, really? But there are people who do that because they don't want to get their ass up in the kitchen and cook their own dinner. I like, 
I think it's dumb. But yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because I think it's interesting. Man, you should have led with that. That was good. Which one? Oh, the breakfast, the, the food thing? No, no, the whole the whole question. Oh, question? Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to change up a little bit. So, good stuff. W, w. Brown says she does dump the trash, man. Stop playing. No, no, no. Wait a minute. If it's yeah, necessary. If it's necessary. <laughs> read, read the whole, read the fine print. Read the fine print. My bad. If it's necessary. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> so, good stuff. Good stuff. So, AG, what's on your mind, man? Actually, it's, it's a... It's been a good day. It's a, It was a nice day. Um, Lauren was feeling pretty good. We went out, did some stuff or whatever it is. And I remember looking at her going, girl, you my day one. I love me some of you. It was just a good day, man. And so I appreciate her for giving me many, many more good days than I'll ever have bad. And today was one of them. That's my chick, man. That's what's up. Word, word. Good stuff, good stuff. Shout out to Boo Love, the executive producer of his part of the show. Um, Mo B, man, what's, what's on your mind? I mean, I got to take the trash out in a little while. So. <laughs> 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 Don't forget to roll out to the street, man, because yeah, if, man, if I, it ain't necessary for her to do it, she ain't getting it done. Yeah, so, nah, man, I had a, um, yo, man, I had a magical Father's Day, man. Like, it was like Ice Cube, and today was a good day, man. Oh, like, wow. Like, literally, um, I didn't get any ties or socks as gifts. You know what wow. I'm saying? I got um, I got some cologne. Progressive. Progressive. Yeah, I got some cologne. <laughs> I got some balloons. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't have to cook nothing. I got breakfast. You know, um, I had a seafood broil at my grandma's house. Like, yo, to be honest, man, like, I didn't even know they made Father's Days like this, man. Like, this... I feel like I was cheating today. But what's really on my mind is Juneteenth. I don't have a problem with Juneteenth. I I don't know how I feel about Juneteenth, and I don't know how that makes me feel. Because A, I'm convinced. Like now, I'm sure some Mandela effect people are going to be like, I've been celebrating Juneteenth my whole damn life, and most black people I know didn't even know what Juneteenth was till a few years ago. Like, I mean, look, I know a whole bunch of them out here faking the funk, like, oh yeah, we we celebrated Juneteenth in my household my whole life. Shut the fuck up! No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Now, and I also think it's very confusing that we even celebrate Juneteenth being that that was the day that the slaves in Texas found out that technically they had been free for damn near two years so we celebrate we literally celebrate a day where niggas were late we celebrate niggas being late whoa 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 we (laughs) no we were bamboozled into being late once again, I didn't. I didn't say what the reason was. I didn't say what the reason was. Wait a minute. Hold I'm up. Just, hold up. I got to interrupt you. W Brown eighty one. I drove all day too. See, that sounds a little petty to me. No, no. Should see, you have mentioned this? No, I shouldn't because she capitalized all yes. as if she forgot the thirty five minute drive back home in which she sat in the passenger seat. <laughs> so I mean. I, 
she drove most of the day she drove a significant portion of the day and i I, once again i started off by saying i thought this was a cheat code day i didn't think they made days like this see she just want extra compliments look i can't keep giving extra compliments like look i said (laughs) i said today was magical what more can i say other than today was magical say it again I said it three times already that now, AG. That is not AG. nearly enough. <laughs> and you and I, hey, look, what, what do you say all the time? What is the correct answer? Yes. 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 That hasn't yes. changed, my friend. You, dro- you drove all day. E- even when I was in the driver's seat, baby, you was driving in spirit. And I appreciate that. Exactly. I appreciate that. You're going to stay married. <laughs> hey, you're going to stay married another week for that. <laughs> every day man every day i'm striving i'm striving to get better striving oh. to get better i'm gonna get better at cursing i'm gonna get better i'm gonna get better at complimenting my wife on giving me a magnificent father's day and the kids because you know they was there too so i mean i guess i gotta include them in it you got i mean to. you know, guess you got to. yeah yeah because because like honestly Father's Day is like a really confusing day because I spend most of the time trying to program them into giving all of the love, affection, attention, and compliments to their mom. So that one day where they're kind of directing it towards me, I don't know how to take it. Like, I have no reaction to it because I'm like, this, hey, hey, don't get used to this. Because, you know, she's not going to say it. But, you know, if, if they start giving me this type of love and treatment every day, she's going to start hating. She's going to be on the sideline hating. You're not wrong. So, you know, I, you know, if if my kids ever watch this podcast, you know, hopefully 10 years later when they're old enough to hear their dad cussing like this all the time, which they, they don't really hear me cuss like this all the time. But, um, yeah, so just know it, when you listen to this, care and cadence, give your mom a damn compliment right now tell her how great she is <laughs> right now give her a hug give her some snuggy time give her a kiss because she needs that shit when y'all move out i don't know what's gonna happen because i don't know how i'm going to feel that void of affection that she craves from y'all because I, I, i'm not equipped to do it yes you are god has i'm given glad you this. believe me AG. Man, i'm look, glad you do god has given you the tools homie I'm glad you believe in that. I, I, I do. Just like Bill Belichick says, do your job. I'm 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 having <laughs> I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble seeing that. But you know, I, I'll do my best. And, and if and if I don't figure it out, hopefully by then I'll know how to cuss, so I can just you know cuss myself out for not being good enough at being affectionate and shit. Hey, and she, <laughs> now whether you drive or not, you know she drove all day. All day. All day. She drove all day and you know she put something in the trash can. So I mean, when um I didn't cook all day, when I didn't get a tie of socks, today was magical. And I want you to know if next Father's Day doesn't go quite the way this one did, you have to remind her that you didn't need that because of what she did today. First of all, no, I don't. Because if next Father's Day goes like every other Father's Day typically goes with every other guy. I ain't going to say shit, A.G., because I know better than to bring up old shit. (laughs) Only females are allowed to do that, not me. 
I'm going to sit there and I'm going to bottle it up <laughs> way deep down inside until it turns into a physical ailment and I'm going to crown the inside like a winner because that's what men do. <laughs> <laughs> that's the gender role that I take on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and he'll stay married the rest of his life. No matter how short that life may yeah, be. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What you got, Ruben? Wow. Is that what you got? That's what I got for that. (laughs) So, I will say, this is the first Father's Day that I've scrolled through the majority of my Facebook, and I have not had any um, of the the female respect talk about, hey, I'm the mother and I'm the father too. So, Moby, you, you might have made it, sir. You might have made it almost a full day before somebody says that. I want 37 minutes left. I want 37 minutes left. I want 37 minutes left. Um, nah, man. I, you know, Juneteenth, man. Me and Pops talked about that today a little bit, and you know, I, I asked him. I was like, "Am I the only person who didn't know about this? I just found out about Juneteenth last year." He's like, "Nah, you know, people been talking about it, but it really didn't get big until like last year. You know, with with the whole COVID and all that." He was like, yeah, like, it's a federal holiday now. And I'm just like, well, I think I got to work tomorrow. But yeah. No, I, think, I think technically we're off tomorrow, too. I mean, they haven't changed any meetings yet, so I guess I found out in the morning. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's wild. So, you know, the whole, it, it does, I'm not going to lie. You know, it took somebody to go down to Texas and be like, hey, man, y'all still have been free like months ago. What the hell? You know, and I want to know how that conversation went too. Somebody wrote, "Hey man, y'all brothers out here working for free still?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I, I feel like I've that conversation with people with the jail. Man, I got a benefits package. What y'all doing? Yeah, I think. Hey, so bro, hey bro, how much you getting paid for these fields? What? What you mean you ain't getting paid? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an interesting conversation. I'm glad I was no part of. I had no part of that. But yeah, man. I mean, you know, it just it, it goes to show you communication, you know, and how it can and cannot benefit people, you know. Because yeah, it took them forever long to find out they were free, even though the rest of the country knew they were free. I guess they just didn't make them watch TV or read paper, you know. They just say words like "octagon" because that means they can read some shit. So. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, but I guess the, the only thing I really talk about is we got to make sure that we're educating our people on the true history. It's trying to get um, removed and watered down and all that stuff. So, yeah, let's let's just be real with it, what it is, and call it a day. I grew up in Petersburg, Siege of Petersburg. I know about the Civil War. I mean, it's what it is. You know, but I know a lot of people who didn't grow up in Petersburg don't know about the Civil War because the Civil War didn't touch them, you know. So we believe that we know what what's up with slavery. I mean, we drive around it. You know, all of our roads have like are like monuments. Even the road that my parents live on is a historical monument of how this road was named in 1865 and all this other stuff. So, yeah, I'm just saying, hey, look, do the best you can. Know what you can. But don't be scared of learning because if we don't learn, we'll never know. And that's all I got. So 
once again, I'd like to thank all the people out there who are listening in on this. I'd like to thank you if you listen to the podcast on a later date or, you know, as I found out today, um, if you replay this either on Twitch or YouTube or even Facebook. Hey, thank you for listening. Um, once again, I always thank my, my compadres, AG and Moby for spending their time and doing this nice little tiny pod show, podcast with me and live show is awesome um and just like every week we'll be back here sunday 9 p.m eastern standard time don't forget you know tell your friends tell your enemies just tell somebody about us and of course peace love hair grease soul and deuces Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5-Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, at Nugeman25, at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby5MinuteWarning, AG underscore 5MinuteWarning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The 5-Minute Warning.